Welcome to this episode of The Latest Thread. Today we're pretty excited to be talking about social media, all about ways that we use it differently, um, how you can use it for uh, just even personal as well as how you can use it to help uh, grow your business. And uh, so we're just going to talk a little bit about how we do those things and how social media has kind of evolved over the years. We were just talking about that before we started recording and how it used to be in the day it was just word of mouth. So social media was your customers or your friends sharing the news with other quilters uh, and helping to grow your business. And so now we just have this bigger uh, platform to use on the internet, which is pretty amazing how, how we can. Karen, why don't, you're on my top left corner of my screen, so I think we should start with you. Why don't you tell us a little bit about how you use social media? Well, when I first started, it was just my website and the blog. And like, I, I'm sure we all did this. We took business cards to the local quilt shops and, you know, hoped that they would pass them out. Took, took samples and business cards to guild and you joined every guild there was because that's where the quilters were. <laughs> so, you know, and I mean, it's, it's evolved a little bit since then. Like, I, I still do my blog, but I had to, I originally had just my business. And as I started doing more competition pieces, I had to um, make another blog because everybody thought that, wow, you're doing five quilts a week. And I'm like, fine, I'm not piecing five quilts a week. <laughs> So, you know, now I have two blogs and then, you know, Facebook started, I guess, pretty heavily in 2007 or eight. I don't remember <laughs> when it started, but um, I, I, you know, I joined Facebook and just be, had a regular page. And then I said, wow, I think this would help my business. So I started my Facebook page for my business. I started my own Facebook page for my quilts, but I mean, it, it used to just be Flickr and they had a thing called web shots. There was a lot of quilters on web shots. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, but yeah. And, and, but now you have to maintain it. Like it's taken its whole life. Just, you have to update your blogs. You have to update your pages a week without a post and you fall off of Facebook. So. <laughs> well, that's kind of what the difference is from when we handed out business cards. You, you literally reached, you know, the regional quilters, quilters in your area, you know, that would bring you quilts. Mm -hmm. And depending where you're located, you know, if it's saturated with long arm quilters, then, you know, even though personally I find that there's enough work for everybody, but still, you know, you still might infringe, you know, and, and years ago when I first started quilting fathers, I would meet people at the quilt shop while another long arm quilter had her time at the quilt shop and she didn't like that, you know, I would also go there to, you know, and so, you know, it was kind of awkward. So whereas with uh, Facebook and social media or Instagram, you're able to reach quilters that are, you know, national. So we are able to get quilts, you know, from other parts of the country. But to me, I'm kind of a late bloomer with social media. It's still, you know, somewhat out of my comfort zone because it, it, 
you have to put work into it, you know, like Aaron said, you know, you have to participate in the posting, you know, where when I first started mine, it was more um, personal rather than, you know, business related. And so you can be a lurker a lot more than, you know, than if you wanted to affect your business, you know. I like how it's instantaneous. <clears throat> Oh yeah. You can post a picture of a quilt and before you even put your phone down or the you know walk away, it's like bing, 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 and just like you <laughs> just talk to people in Australia within two minutes of posting a picture of a quilt. And that's the part that amazes me. It's just instantaneous. Yeah, it is neat to be able to talk to people from kind of anywhere, mm -hmm. you know. Um but you know, I'm in the same boat with the handing out the cards and all of that stuff. I did that, you know, and then I can remember at a certain point, you know, shops would be like, you want to bring some more of those flyers over? No, <laughs> no, <laughs> we can stop now. I have too much to do. Um, but for me, I don't really find that like, let's say Facebook, I don't see it as a getting business thing because mostly I'm not really friends with any of my customers mm -hmm. you know so if i would say hey i'm having a sale who's going to see it as a bunch of other quilters <laughs> so it's really in that way i don't really use it that way i i don't think and more of my followers are customers and people looking for quilts yeah yeah well and i think that as like for me as my you know whatever you want to call it business evolved then when you start to teach then it's that changes everything because now you want to reach other quilters mm -hmm. that is good um but i think you also have to weigh if you're doing both like let's say you you well some people do every social media platform out there but if you are doing let's say facebook and instagram I find it really interesting to post, you know, you post generally the same thing on both platforms and you can really learn about a lot about your um, followers, I guess, or following because you, for me anyway, I get very different people. At first I thought, why would I do both? And I'm posting the same thing. There really are mostly very different groups of people on each one. Totally. There are a lot of crossovers, but it's very different. Yeah. So I find that very interesting how that works. I find that Facebook is more people you actually know, know, like I know these people. And so the interaction is different. I, I think it's more of a personal thing. You know, if you post something that's not quilt related on Facebook, you tend to get more interaction because you actually know these people mm -hmm. where Instagram's the opposite for me. Anyway, it, it seems that all they want to see is quilting. And if it's not quilting, mm, not interested. And I'm sure that's different by different no, people. Kind of true. Like if I, if I get, when we got the new puppy, my Instagram, I was posting all these puppy pictures and like my, my, my followers just leveled out. Post a couple quick uh, quilts, your followers go up. Go back to puppies, it levels out. So yeah, they don't want to see my puppies. On yeah, I, found, I find that so interesting because I've seen the exact opposite really? in, yeah, in the growth of my pages. If I don't inject some personal 
stuff as well as some just random humor like jokes or something like funny memes that don't have anything to do with quilting if i look back in my my insights like my statistics on your most engaging and popular posts on facebook um it was one that had it was a dog and a cat together and it was a silly joke it had nothing to do with quilting at all and and the other one was you know the little cabinet or the little drawer on your sewing machine that you usually keep like your other feet and stuff in well I saw a picture and I shared it and it had somebody had M&Ms inside there <laughs> and <laughs> said oh that's what that space is for and I shared that and that is my second top wow. post and I in that week that I had that post I think I got a thousand new followers just from that which was just blew my mind. And then the next week I posted something I was really proud of that I had quilted and it was like, <laughs> I got this little So I think you have to have a balance. You also have to pay attention to your post times. I mean, it gets, it, it's an art to actually working social media for your benefit. You know? Yeah, that's hard because I feel like I post what I want to. Like, oh, I've, okay, the quilt's done now. I can post this. Or the light's just right right now and I post it and... Yeah. You're right. There are certain times where more people are active and times where people are busy making supper. And yeah. yeah. Well, my daughter's a blogger and she has a lot of followers. She's an influencer. However, she told me about getting this app that actually tells you when to post. So I got it and I tried it. And to me, I got tired of it because I didn't see that when I followed what the app suggested, you know, that it would make any more impact than if I just, you know, I think for me, I noticed the weekends, you know, I don't like to post on the weekends, like quilting stuff, you know, because they're, oddly enough, not as many people on. But of course, now things have changed anyhow right now with the pandemic and people, more people being home. So, but yeah, I mean, I tried the app. It didn't do nothing for me, so. Yeah, I didn't find it, it to be accurate either. Yeah. I've never used anything like, do you guys have, schedule your posts? Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes, yes. You'd oh, have to have them saved up to do that. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lucky to have one. <laughs> I'll do it when, um, like, I, I like I have a series of something or I'll, I'll schedule those ahead of time, but for, you know, not for client work, but for some things I will schedule because, you know, Hey, I have an hour of free time. Let me sit down and do something instead of trying to rush a post and it doesn't really say what I want it to say or it's worded wrong. So you know, me and words are not best friends. So, <laughs> so if I have the time to plan it out, I will. And the Facebook algorithms can be funny too. So I think that, if you if you watch if you're po constantly posting links to things can uh, compared to like organic posts that you've created with a photo um, if you're posting exactly the same format all the time i think there's something that it it almost facebook thinks you're a bot mm -hmm. or something mm -hmm. and you're always sharing you get yeah mm -hmm. right so you don't start you don't show up in people's news so you have to mix up what you're sharing all the time. Some of it just text, some of it text in a picture, some of it a link, um, those kinds of things just to keep yourself appearing in people's news feeds. 
Mm-hmm. I also find that for me personally, that if I post a single picture, you know, quilting picture versus, you know, a multiple, um, a post with multiple pictures, the multiples user usually do much better than a single picture. Especially that, on Instagram. Part, that's exactly what I meant. I'm sorry, on Instagram, yes. So I noticed if somebody refreshes, it flips the picture, so they think it's a new post. Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I think that's a good thing to, you know, to know, I guess, to start watching each of them. You know, if you're posting the same thing and you see, you know, who's liking these things and who's not and where's your, you know, because it, it truly becomes work. It is. It mm-hmm. is like a little bit of a job sometimes, you know, sometimes you know, you ever post something and then you, after about half an hour, you think, oh, why did I post that? Never. <laughs> but, you know, sometimes, like, I did it when I shouldn't have done it, and now everyone's asking me things, and I feel obligated to answer, and I just don't have the time, and I'm, like, could just uh, kick myself. Like, why did I do it now? Should have waited until you had an hour to answer questions. <laughs> yeah, I just, Yeah. People like that engagement, though, right? Sorry, Ava. That's okay. I just want to say... Go ahead. Jody, that's a good point, though, because that's part of, I think, social media that was hard for me to learn, that you actually have to interact, you know, when people you know, whether you just like it, but certainly go back and make sure you answer the questions, you know, Mm -hmm. that's where it becomes a job depending on how many questions you get. Sorry, Sharon. No, it's fine. It's fine. You can't tell, we can't tell when the next person's wanting to to say something. (laughs) Um, Do you guys find that the interaction is different on different platforms? So I find that there's way more chatter on Facebook than there is on Instagram. Instagram just seems like you get these little likes and people just keep scrolling, but there seems to be more talking on Facebook. Do you think so? Yeah. I mean, Instagram's more of like a one or two word comment, like, oh, you know, great design, something like that. There's never paragraphs of questions. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's easier to share on Facebook than it is to share on Instagram. It's just so much faster. Yeah. Right. Well, unless it's, you have reposts. Yeah. So you have to have a second app, and then you have to go through the steps to do it. Whereas Facebook, you can just share. easily do that with just a quick. But you have to be careful because the more you share, the further down the al- algorithm you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, but don't you find so? For me, I know what I feel like the difference too between the two is that I think Instagram works much better as a networking tool yeah, because it, it goes farther and people are more apt to grab it and, you know, tag their friend or, or whatever, where Facebook is not so much that way. No. And it's easier to go find something. Like say you, you had saw something earlier in the day and now it's so far down your feed. It's easier to go find something in Instagram than it is in Facebook because Facebook continually reorders that feed throughout the day. Yeah, based on what was posted. or right. mm-hmm. so I, And I personally find that I get more questions or comments on, fa- on Instagram for the same post versus, you know, Facebook. Um, 
I, you know, number one, I have more followers on Instagram than I have on Facebook. And, you know, generally most of us post the same, you know, uh, content on both. So have I'm you been on one longer than the other though? Pardon me? Have you been on one longer than the other? Yeah, on Facebook. Oh, so. really? <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. But you kept your Facebook somewhat private for a while, didn't you, Ava? No. No? I don't have an answer for that then. <laughs> well, I did, I did start a second Facebook, which is, you know, business. Mm -hmm. And that's public. But And I do get more interaction on that versus the other one. So it's interesting to watch that. I mean, I don't spend a whole time, uh, much time looking at algorithms, but, you know, because, yeah, I just go by the numbers. I'm yeah, good. I yeah, I don't look at the algorithms, but you know how they affect what you're doing. So Right. And then they'll go change them once you figure it out. So. <laughs> But that's another good point, especially right now. You know, we talked about getting quilting business, maybe or maybe not, or if you're teaching. But especially right now with wanting to do online classes, you know, you're only going to get students to take your classes if you have a presence. So right now, especially, it's super important to figure out what's going on with your following. Why are they following? What do they want? Mm -hmm. Compared to just a couple of months ago. And I think we all need to, you know, look at that more closely, depending on what our goals are. Step it up. <laughs> am, I the, am I the only one who, like right now, I barely go on there You're because an it's like there's too many people that are just all there. All it, I just feel like, oh my gosh, this is the same stuff. Like I feel like I'm stuck in this never-ending. Not that you know, it's just oh my gosh, mm -hmm. and not as many quilting pictures. Like I think mm -hmm. we are all home. Aren't most of us doing a lot more quilting? But there's not as many quilting pictures. No, it's turned into be picky. I don't know. <laughs> Instagram is still wonderfully quilty in my world. Facebook oh, yeah. went yeah. into a not nice place. Well, well and that word. <laughs> you know? The other thing I like about Instagram is that you can follow someone without having to be so chatty. Yeah. You know, like I have other interests. So my feed is mostly quilting but i have tons of other things like mm -hmm. drawing people that i follow and architecture and art and just yeah. different like you can incorporate your hobby into it where facebook is i don't know in my opinion a lot of the private groups mm -hmm. i mean we're all in in some you know specific groups i'm sure some of them have just some of the nastiest people you know there's a lot of nastiness in there where people, someone posts something and people are just not that nice in them. You know, if it's not run by a, a person or a, a, an organization that's watching what's happening in their group. So, and the other thing I like, Instagram doesn't control what you see. Like if you follow an architecture page and an art page and a museum page, you'll see whenever they post, as long as you scroll far enough in your Instagram. Yeah. On Facebook, if you don't interact with a page that you follow, it falls out of your feed. Even though you say you follow it. Yeah. Even though you click, I want to see all posts, 
it falls out of your feed unless you interact with it. Yep. Yeah. And I think maybe it works differently too, because I, you know, on Facebook and Instagram, you can go, go on there on both and search by hashtags. Mm -hmm. But I think that people don't use the hashtag stuff so much on Facebook. Right. So when you, you put something on Instagram, I think that's why the reach is so much broader. You know, if you hashtag something that's not even, I mean, it might be a quilting post, but my one hashtag had nothing to do with quilting and it kind of interlaced with something else. Then you brought these people into that who aren't even quilters, which I think is really neat. I mean, yeah. it just grows so fast. Well, my bridge quilt, right? My Trenton makes bridge quilt. Somebody from the, the toll bridge commission, which is where the, the bridge is was just googling images of the bridge and my quilt popped up and now it's going to be in their annual report that's cool yeah, <laughs> and that's they didn't cool. believe it was a quilt i'm like no it's really a quilt <laughs> it's not a picture <laughs> so but like none of that would have happened without you know them googling and looking and it, it just it boggles my mind sometimes how these things happen you know Total dumb luck, I guess. <laughs> so maybe we should take a quick break, and uh, I think we should talk about hashtags a little bit more. I think that's a really good uh, way to pick back up after the break. So we'll see you guys in just a minute. Hi, this is Andrew from Gamble. Today I'm going to show you a quick and easy way to adjust the belts on your Statler. I'm going to move my machine to the center of the table and drop the X belt. With the belt at the center of the table, the clip should hang about level with, but not below, the lower belt. So if it hangs down here, you'll really need to tighten it. First, I'm going to remove this belt cover. Now I'm going to roll the belt off the pulley. Back at the center of the table, I can use my belt buckle adjusting screws to tighten or loosen the belt. When you think your adjustment is about right, it's time to roll it back onto the pulley. Be careful not to pinch yourself. We're going to put the cover back on. Welcome back. We hope you enjoyed your little break there. Uh, we left off talking about hashtags, and I think that Instagram, at least, is kind of all about the hashtag. We were talking on the break a little bit um, between ourselves about how it's crazy. Uh, actually, we were talking about that before the break, weren't we? How it's crazy <laughs> that um, everything just blends. <laughs> um, you, you would tag something and somebody starts following you, you get um, new followers from a, a totally different industry or someplace that you wouldn't have never expected. It's interesting to see where those opportunities take you. So um, hashtags, obviously there's like the core hashtags. Um, and I don't know if anybody else does this, but you don't have to type them in all individually. You can, copy and paste them from your notes in your phone. Cause I, and I hope that helps somebody out there who's listening because <laughs> I know of a lot of people who have sat there and they, they sit and type every single one in and I think, like, you know, you can just kind of use your, 
your notepad on your phone to do that. Mm -hmm. But then don't forget to add some um, hashtags to your regular group of hashtags that are really specific to your post. Um, very specific so that people can actually follow your progress on a particular quilt maybe if you want to tag that quilt. Um, any other hashtag tips that you guys have? Be consistent. You know, uh, well, I don't mean not to change it up, but like with this, like if we tag the latest thread, make sure on every post that hashtag is on every latest thread post. You know, you have to, you can't forget your hashtags. But like Jody was saying earlier, you know, because she follows different groups or, or has different hobbies, that it's interesting how they're in a mix. So I, I agree with Sharon, you should have a core, you know, hashtag lineup. But then, you know, mix it up and add something that's maybe unexpected, you know. And then, and then I think it's fun to watch, you know, if it makes a difference, you know, um, if you add followers maybe because that's the one hashtag, you know, that mm -hmm. linked them to your page, you know. So it's interesting. I had somebody like a post of mine this morning that was from like 2016. And I'm like, how did you even find that? Yeah, they were stalking your feet. They were in your feet. They, they were going way far back. <laughs> or they, uh, did you check the hashtags on that picture? Because maybe it was something they were searching. Well, you know what it was? It was a, a picture of a runway model with a dress made out of hexagon stone altogether. And um, a, maybe maybe it was because she was a beautiful redhead and had this gorgeous dress on. Maybe somebody just randomly found it from a different hashtag instead of, you know, that they were actually scrolling that far back on the feed. But, yeah, it's, it's kind of interesting to see where you're you getting. When, once you put it out there, it's out there. It's out there. It's for, out there forever, right? <laughs> Stuff that you even forgot you posted. Yeah. Well, one other thing um, with Instagram, though, that I, I, the one thing I really, really don't like is that you have to check it, like, every day for these random, strange people who start following you, men, generally, usually, oh, and it, right. like, is a thing. You know, sometimes if I'm somewhere teaching, like, I don't have time to be looking through all that stuff. And I'm sure some have slipped through because I just didn't have time, you know, that day to sit down and let me see what kind of crazy people are on here today. Mm -hmm. But it's really weird. are good followers. <laughs> yeah, it's strange. Yeah. I think one other thing that I would think would be good to mention for people to know about social media is that you follow people that you admire their work or you look up to them or you want to learn from them, that kind of thing. You have to remember that those people are always posting their best work. Oh yeah. Sure. You know, like pictures of the ugly stuff. I love seeing a picture <laughs> from somebody that makes them real. That makes me go, Oh, you know, she had to use her seam ripper too. <laughs> you know, things that make them a little bit more relatable. And I try to do that, but sometimes it's really hard. Well, I think I don't, I don't want to say that sounds weird, but I share all of my mistakes. 
as they're happening. Well, I don't share them as they're happening, but like I photograph as it's happening, how I fix it. And I share mm -hmm. that in my blog where I can be totally wordy and, and type yeah. out everything. But yeah, I, I do share mistakes because we're all real. Yeah, sure. And it's even people that we look up to, those people compare themselves to other people that they look up to as well. So, you know, I hope, I guess one message that I would want to say to people would just be that, you know, to not be too hard on yourselves because you can't compare yourself to all of the awesome work that everybody else is posting because you may not see all the cruddy stuff that they're not posting as well, right? You compare yourself to your own. You compare yourself to yourself yesterday. To yours, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and social media can be just horrid for that because you can be scrolling and then turn it off and just feel so down. And uh, so I think it's a good reminder for people that, you know, to not get lost in this trap of everybody so much better than me. But I also wanted to mention, um, I think it also makes a difference. For instance, you know, Jody, she posts mostly or all of what she works on, whether it's, you know, samples or quilts that she's working on. Whereas I quilt for other people still and so it's mostly you know their quilts so my point being that if you look at my feed you know that is a mishmash of you know whatever I get versus someone like Jody, who it's you know very specific because it's her stuff you know I think that also makes a difference because you know it draws different types of people. You know, you have your everyday people that like your, you know, edge to edge because that's what they relate to. You know, then, you know, the ones that like your custom stuff, whereas, you know, with Jody's stuff, again, sorry, as an example, because it's very specific, you know, so it's, people that just love her stuff. So it's very different, I think, based on what you're able to post. Well, that's why I separated mine. I have my client work and then I have my own work because, yeah, that makes sense. Well, there would never be a post on my own work, hardly ever. <laughs> so I don't separate it. <laughs> I think I'd like to see it all. It, it's a hard, it's a, a balance thing. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, sometimes like people say uh, very often, actually, I'll get messages from people that say, you ought to watch what you're posting. You know, you're sharing way too much stuff. Now, these are people I really don't even know usually. Mm -hmm. And I think, do you really think I'm showing you everything? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> because I'm not. Do you know what I'm saying by that? Like, so if I was going to try to post things because maybe I'm going to teach a class on this, right? So you want people to understand what's going to be in the class. You want people to want to take the class. But I would never show everything in the class because then why do they need to take the class? Right. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. But I thought it, it was, it, it's strange when I started to get those kind of things from people because it is a balance. I mean, you have to, if you don't share things, no one will know what you're doing. Right. But if you share too much, they don't need to take your cl class, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? It's like a or, fine line. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And even if you quilt for customers solely, that's what you're doing and that's what you're posting. It's 
you know, you have a lot of competitors generally in most every town. So there's that too. You know, it's, it's a really weird thing, you know, and you, even if you watermark a picture, sometimes you'll find one of your pictures pop up somewhere and it's someone else pretending that's their work and they cropped your watermark off. So it's a really, yep. it's a, it's a weird animal, social media, I think. That's I mean, you really have to, I don't know, you have to kind of be diligent in a way. It, it's a job. Social media is a job. It, is a job. <laughs> it really is. I mean, it's necessary evil, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, and you see that at least once a week. I'm closing my Facebook. Everybody's stealing my stuff. Well, but you really can't. You can't. And like, I did, I did have that problem. I mean, somebody used my, my actual quilt as their profile picture and they're like, look at my work. And I'm like, yeah, that's my work. So, wow. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, uh, yeah. But if you don't put it out there, you don't exist. I mean, you exactly. do in, in this much, but if you put it online, you exist like this much. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. And I don't feel like it's about, I mean, some people maybe, but I don't care how many followers I have. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Everyone doesn't like what everyone does, you know? So obviously if one person has this particular style, then probably people who like that are following them as opposed to, you know, finding people whose style they love. I don't know. Although actually, actually that's, a, that's a neat thing though with Instagram is, is that you can not just follow people. You can follow a particular hashtag. Yeah. And so you can, you end up seeing, so if you like modern quilts and you're half, you follow the hashtag modern quilting, you're going to see that from so many different artists and, and see such a wide variety of stuff versus having to find and seek out those individuals that you want to follow. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's a thing. So basically the gist is social media is powerful and you should be there, <laughs> especially for business growth. I mean, that's, that's the new word of mouth nowadays, right? Is mm -hmm. it's just so easy for people to share posts and, and interact like that, especially nowadays mm -hmm. when that's really the only way that we can stay in touch with people. So. Yeah. Any other special tidbits you guys want to oh. offer? I think we covered it. Yeah, yeah we did didn't we? It was pretty good. Well, if you guys have any questions at all about social media or you want to check out our social media pages, just to kind of get a peek as to, we all do things a little bit differently. Our businesses are all slightly different. And so we're going to share those with you so that you can go and take a peek. And uh, we love to follow people back that follow us. So if you want to uh, go and check out our pages, we'd love to interact with you there. And we will see you in another week on the, for the next episode of the latest thread. And again, if you have any special requests or topics that you'd like to see, or questions that you'd like us to cover, just use that hashtag, the latest thread in one of the Gamble groups, and we will be searching that up to make sure we don't miss it. Thanks for watching, everyone. Bye. 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 Bye.